0: For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com.
1: Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host Nate and Micah.
2: What up, dude? What up, brother man? I uh, feel oddly good about where I'm at with ticks after listening to Brian. This is a lot of good information.
1: The yeah. older I get, the more worried I am about them. Yeah, I can hear that. I can see that, definitely. Because... Some of the diseases that they carry around, they can affect you for the rest of your life. Dude, they're nasty. If I ever got that, um, what's
2: it called? Where you can't eat red meat anymore? I can't. I can't. I he can't. said it. Yeah, he said it. Uh, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably lose some weight.
1: That's true. You can only eat pretty much chicken. Can you eat pork? Is it red meat? Good <sighs> pork's red. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's still considered, <laughs> Is it considered, red, considered meat? A red
2: meat. I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. Somebody somebody, let us know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have uh, Brian Anderson, who is the Tick Terminator on. Yeah. Full disclosure, we stole this idea from our buddy, Josh Raley, with the Wisconsin Sportsman. He actually recommended recommended him to us, and uh, we went with it because this is the time of year that these freaking jerks are all over the place. I've pulled a handful off
1: of me already. He's, Hell, we pulled ticks off us in March yeah. whenever we were – Doing our coyote hunt with the Missouri Disabled sportsman. Yeah, I can see that. So, and now I know why because they don't ever really go away. They never go away,
2: even in the wintertime. So, <laughs> so yeah, we get into that during the show. Funny. So we t- we kind of talk about this in the show, but and I might even have said this to you before, but do you have a vision of what heaven is in your in your head? Sure. Yeah. So I do too, right? And one of those visions is like I. I would hopefully just like get to sit down with God and like just ask him questions, just like a a little like the four year old son asks you, right? Like, Daddy, what's this? You know, what's this? What's that? Why did you do this? I, I, and the, I've already got like a few questions I really want to ask him, and one of them is going to be like, Listen, I love you so much. But you are tick. awesome, but <laughs> why the tick? What's up with mosquito and ticks? <laughs> yeah, like, what's going how on come? Yeah. You know, I just want to say why, right? And he's going to be like, Listen, my son. Don't question me, bitch. <laughs> but uh, it's it is funny because I've thought about that. Just like what what purpose do they serve other than making everybody sick? I could give a shit about a turkey eating them. Okay, right. find something else to eat. Yeah, there's
1: plenty of you know, <laughs> yeah, other bugs that they can
2: munch on. Um, I want to get into a little bit of news, some some updates, some things that have been going on. Okay, uh, before we hop into sponsors and then today's show. So, first, I want to talk about an iTunes review that we got um, last week or the week before. It's hilarious, and I want to say thank you to her. Yep. I don't know if it's hilarious, but from Miss underscore ASW. First-time listener and love your focus on Missouri hunting and fishing. As the wife of a conservation agent, former MDC, and state park employee, and passionate outdoors woman, I have a unique appreciation for the topics you're covering if you ever need any funny warden wife stories or fact checking regs, don't hesitate to message me. I don't know where message where she's talking about, so what I'm saying to you get a props hold. from a warden wife, get a hold of us. We would love to have you on. You and your husband on our show would be awesome, I think. No, that'd It'd be, be a great. fun show. If he wants to. Yeah. And if if not, then you can just come on. Right. So get a hold of us. That but would be awesome. Thank you for the and review. And also by thank the way. you for the five star review. Appreciate that. Yep. That was nice. I usually don't read them. Well, I, no, I lie. I pretty on much read them occasion all. I'll check on there just to see. I don't if check any... very often anymore, but uh, I did. The they other do day. help. So yeah. So keep giving those five star reviews. We appreciate it. They definitely help us out. Yeah, but uh, we appreciate that. Uh, we got some news for our listeners. Yeah, we have.
1: It, it, it's launched. It it's out there. We have a website. It's in the world. It's on the web.
2: It is real. It, it's on the line. It's all on the line, Missouriwoodsandwater.com. Mm-hmm. There you can find uh, links to our show. You can see our reviews, some pictures. And one thing we're really excited about, which will take some time, we're building it, is we have a thing on our page, under our About Us page, called our Gearbox. Um, we get a lot of listeners asking us what we use, what we do, Um like you know, pro- like what we, like, yeah, what we're what, using, what, what pack do you use? Yeah, you know, whatever. So the idea is we're going to build out all of our, all the stuff that me, you and Andy use. Right. Each of us have, have our own sets of stuff we like. Yep. There's going to be links to all of those products that we use. There's going to be a, a little typed thing about why we use it and what we use it for. And then eventually, we're going to do reviews of all these products, and they're going to be on our YouTube channel, right? which is Missouri Woods and Water, if you want to subscribe there. And those links are going to be in that gearbox. So anyways, on our website, you can check us out. There's a little bit about us. Yeah. Um, our partners are all on there where you can find your discounts, links right to the partners, um, how you can get a hold of us, uh, that sort of stuff. So uh, the website is live. You can find all of our social media on there. You can listen straight on the website. Can you straight just Google it and it'll pop up? I guarantee you, you can. Let's test that theory because okay. I, looked, you I me tried to
1: look for it the other day. Missouri, and
2: woods, and water. Facebook, Instagram, Apple, YouTube. Where the hell is our website? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you would think that'd be like one of the first things that pops up.
1: It's like going through all the podcast things, yeah.
2: like well, Podbean and all that stuff. Missouri Woods and Water, all spelled out, .com. Easy to find. And we're also going to put the link on our Facebook and uh, Instagram, too, for you. you put that and on our, Linktree? I'm going to keep our Linktree. I, I worked hard <laughs> on it. I'll put it on there. Actually, I did it today. So it's on there. Nice. Uh, I don't know how people are going to find the Linktree, because I'm not going to link it on our stuff anymore. Right. But we have a website, so check it out. Uh, and then I want to congratulate three dudes i'm sure there's more of our listeners and friends that have done it but i know for a fact our buddy tyler jarvis our buddy Corey fells mm-hmm. and scott wilper himself our sh- our guest last week have all killed some awesome toms
1: yeah and since opening day and i don't know if this is but i feel like just the social media in general i'd usually would see a bunch of dead toms by now Maybe it's just starting a slow season. I don't know. Don't know. I,
2: I have no idea. Maybe it's just people are not his. I don't know. But, I just but if you do kill one, tag us in the pictures. Yeah. Love seeing them. Love that. Usually yeah. share them if I'm sitting around and share it real quick. Uh, love sharing the pictures, man. Congratulating uh, the people. I am not probably going to be turkey hunting this year because um, I don't have any turkeys where I go. Same's so. I, I, mine, yep. you know, I'd get them every once in a while, but I don't have like. And that. honestly, the only reason I'd go hunting is to take Caden, right? So, you know, just don't have any turkeys where I hunt, unfortunately. And it's <laughs> one farm; it's going to get even worse, right? No uh, kidding. So, there's not a tree in sight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so congrats to those three fellas. Good job. Yep. Awesome.
3: Hello. Oh,
2: God. That was a pro right there. Let's hop into these uh, sponsors before we uh, get into today's Uh, show. BlackOvis. BlackOvis.com. Use code MWW10 for 10%. Uh, Also, I did learn something. One of our listeners actually messaged us the other day. Apparently, that code's not good for on-sale stuff. Oh, really? I'm going to check with our contact there and see if that's true or if there was something going on there. Um, But nonetheless, you can save some money by using that code. Great stuff. I'm actually putting a wish list together right now as we speak. It's in our drafts. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't. See, I'll show you. i proved to you I'm not lying. Well, I'm sure you have. Right there. Wish list. Oh, nice. Thunder Uh, chick breeder hen? Yeah, uh, that's a turkey hen decoy. A pair of black shorts. Ooh, they got shorts. Full zip hoodie, which you don't call hoodie. Uh,
1: It's a quarter zip. Oh, it's a full zip. So it's just a jacket. It's a jacket with a hood, man. Yeah. So some different stuff that Schuyler. I uh, kind of want right now. Elevate.
2: What's Elevate mean? Don't worry about it. That's an inside joke. Okay. Skyler's right. Whatever. Elevate. Uh, so use them. Yeah. Check them out. And then their sister company, Camo Fire. Get on the app. Check out the uh, flash sales that they've got going on. Every damn day it, it changes. Do you remember what time it stops? Yeah, I think, it's I think in the it's middle really, of the night, isn't it? Something like that. Like there's two hours left. So. Ooh, today they got sunglasses. I've always wanted a pair of those Leopold sunglasses, to be honest with you.
1: I hear good things about them. I know. And they look pretty sweet. Oh, our boys over at uh, Working Class Bow, bow Hunter are always talking, talking about, about theirs. Yeah, talking highly on them.
2: Get them for 64 bucks right now on Camel Fire. It's pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. Got deal some really. Targets. A little bit of everything. Some waders. It's turning to
1: be fishing season. Some decoys,
2: some kinds of different stuff. They, it's kind of like it. a little s'mores board. Some some LED lights, holsters. Ooh, I need a new spotlight. What do you need a spotlight for? For the house. Oh, you just keep one around, just for.
1: You don't. No, not really. I, I got, got one sitting ready. The boys oh. usually drain it some shooting bags well that's the reason i don't buy flashlights anymore my children like yeah, to just, just leave them it. on that's why i hide them in their. well i try and then amy
2: gives it to them Oh, they're scared <laughs> whatever <laughs> all right check them out camo fire yeah. download the app midwest gun works use the code woods water
1: four five percent hey that's for ammo too just so you know anything oh, on that it's for anything anything
2: on the website five percent off that's, that's pretty bad. awesome yes. Yeah. uh also i do want to thank our our contact there cameron uh i have thought f- thanked him for it before but it's actually been done he actually helped my daughter's softball team on a uh oh that's right gun, yeah or a gun raffle um he really helped us out too on that um you know he wasn't we didn't get any money off there was no you know right. but what he was able to do for us was made it to where because we didn't have any money Right, The softball team doesn't have any money, so we didn't have to pay for it till after we raised the money. Oh, nice. And that was really awesome. Yeah, that was cool. So, um, they good then, people over there, man. Yeah. So, really good people. They took care of, uh, my daughter's softball team. Thank you for that. It raised some good money. We might do another one because people like guns. Well, of course they do. So, America. Yeah. Remember that, listeners. You could win a gun. You never know. Uh, so use the code Woodswater, five percent off, like Micah said. Midwestgunworks.com. River's Edge Tree Stands. Holy. We got some work ahead of us. I should not buy ladder stands. (laughs) Uh, Rivers Edge Tree Stands, riversedge.com. Use the code Missouri10 for 10% off, plus free shipping. Yeah, free shipping on all hang-ons and ladder stands. I think that's still good. I need to ask Gabe.
1: I think Yeah, I think so.
2: I I think it's still... uh That's a hell of a discount. That's really like 20-plus percent off. When you think about if you buy a, especially a ladder stand... The shipping on those freaking things, i w- I don't want to know how much one is. You don't to have shipped. to worry about it because yeah. it, it won't cost
1: you anything. Exactly. So, um, so check them out. Use yeah. that code. Weber Outfitters. I can't, no, I want to talk about like my truck, the back of my truck. Oh, yeah. We had it weighted down because we got our shipment of ladder stands and hang-ons and everything else that we got. Yeah, and we kind of went
2: a little crazy and bought some shit this year. Yeah, we got we got.
1: (laughs) Well, we wanted to be prepared. We're hoping to get a lease, so you know we wanted less and less
2: likely every damn day. It's getting cutthroat out there for sure. I don't want to talk about leasing companies. Yeah, we won't. We won't. Okay, (laughs) we won't talk about them. I won't. I won't say a freaking word. Yeah, bastards. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we we. We, How many did I like? I got like five. I don't know. And I have the tower from last year that I haven't put together. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff. But See, you know why? I bought all those ladder stands. Yeah, for they're the boys. All, they're all doubles. Got them for
1: the boys. Yeah. That way so you that and the boys can go. I can take the boys in a tree. I, did not, I did not get one double this year. See, I don't think I'm going to buy a ladder stand anymore that's not a double. Well, I didn't buy any ladder stands that's, either. That's true. I you bought all hang-ons. hang-ons. Yeah. I went all hang-ons this year, which is rare for me because I'm usually a ladder stand guy.
2: In a permanent in a permanent setting, in a permanent stand, stand, yeah.
1: But I I switched it up this year. I'm like,
2: nope, I like I like these hang ons. I'm gonna go with those. I agree. They got some they got some really comfortable big hang ons. They do. Now they're not running gun stuff. No, but it's a hang on that's comfortable, which is nice. Right. So check them out. Yeah. Weber Outfitters, newer newer sponsor of ours.
1: We're super guys down there. Yeah, we've been talking to them. down to I'm excited dudes. to meet Josh.
2: I'm really excited. meet he,
1: he he's a jokester.
2: Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, so I like that. I'm excited <laughs> to meet him. Uh, we're actually going to be going down there, hopefully soon. Uh, Andy is doing a lot of planning right now, and so getting away from Andy's being a little bitch. That's what Andy's <laughs> being <laughs> home is. Uh, you know what though? They've got some 31 and a half inch I draw know. bow options he, he was for a lefty. A, yeah, so that's good. But we're actually going to go down there, and I think all three of us are getting news bo- new bows this year. I think.
1: Yeah, we don't know about Andy. He, Like I said, he's pretty cu- – it's hard for him because he is – he's got 31-inch draw. 31-and-a-half. 31-and-a-half. Left-handed, left-handed. Left-handed. Yeah. Those aren't usually in stock a lot of places. So he's happy with his. I wouldn't – I. it wouldn't – it wouldn't shock me if he just kept with what he's got now. I mean, it isn't, it's a newer bow, so who, why does he need to change it?
2: So yeah, yeah. We'll just see what we'll he, see wants what to he do. does. But uh, we're going to go down there, record some shows with them. Show shows. We don't really know, honestly. Yeah, check at this it all point. out. But check them out. WeberOutfitters.com, dot uh, Facebook, uh, just Google Weber Outfitters. The uh, they YouTube do a lot as well. They have YouTube. You, you, they put a videos out there, so check that out. And if you're ever near Hawk Point, Missouri, stop in and check them out.
1: Yep. Athlon optics, ridiculously good optics for a
3: ridiculously
1: good price. Please stop saying that. They're just they're just badass. They're pretty sweet. Uh I, this weather, I don't know what it is about this weather. I really just want to go out and shoot my gun. Like I know I need to be shooting my bow, but I really want to like take my guns and like Oh, well, I would like to go, see go how, out hunting soon. F- see how far I can get
2: out there. Pups, pups are on the ground, man.
1: Yep. And if you listen to Tory Cook and
2: oh, funny you no, it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't Tory, it was it, Big, it, it, Al, it was and Big John. Al
1: and John, John Collins. They were on the Fox Pro podcast and they were talking about it yeah, about pumps and all yeah. that. It was really good. A lot of pups yeah. are hitting the ground either already or by the end of the, right by the end of the month, first yeah. part of May. So, so but, I would like to be hunting soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard and I heard pups the other day. No shit. I. So, you know where we hunt behind my house? Yeah. I always thought that they dinned to, in that property right next to it. They actually din closer to my house than they do uh, that property. Really? In between that. Hmm. Yeah. You could hear whir, whir,
2: little squeaks and crap. It was pretty crazy. Uh, sneak peek. I don't want to ruin it, but I think Tory Cook's going to be coming on pretty soon. Sweet. So, if you guys got any questions, send those Cinemark over. Send them our way. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we're excited about that. Um. So yeah, check them out. Athlon Optics. Find a dealer new you. Get on their website. Play with what you want to figure out what you want. If you're curious about what we run, ask us. And also, our website is going to have that information on there at some point. Yep. Mine's already on there. You and Andy got to work on yours. Yep. Um. So check them out. Athlon Optics. Morel. Morel targets. Morel. Morel. <laughs> more Morel <old> Russians. <laughs> you, you call me? I don't know what I did. <laughs> morel targets. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Um. I just talked about shooting guns, but you definitely need to be shooting your bow, and that's what we shoot is our morel targets, you know. I'm kind of,
2: like, holding off, too. Because of the new Which, boat. by the way, did you do that to my targets out back? I haven't been back there in a long time. So, you know that, Um. you remember, like, five years ago when I found those good, when that archery shop in Sedalia was closing, and yeah, I bought, we, we bought, like, 20 targets from them? Yeah, like, we targets and you them. got wolves. and Yeah. Yeah. Well my wolf has antlers now. No, that wasn't me. Somebody that's found funny. my broken uh, arrow that I lost. And mm. <laughs> he's got both sides of the arrow stuck in each ear. Nice. I find Dude, that's I, music. I don't know I think it I don't know what brand that that uh, I think it's
1: a McKenzie or something. I don't know what arrow. it is. It might be.
2: But uh it's been sitting out all year now. Yeah, And it's pretty good. I mean, it's done a good job. It's uh, uglier done, than death.
1: Mine has done nothing but sit outside because we spent <laughs> 20 bucks on them yeah, or something like they that. They were $20 a piece. Yeah, like we got a hell of a deal. Now, now I tried they were to talk shot you into, to shit. Yeah. I was like, dude, buy every single one he's got. We did. Dude. No, he still we had like more. bought
2: 10. Dude, he, but hey, some I of was, them
1: were in rough. Bro. Really? I, I bought wasn't, like the best of the rough shape yeah, ones. Yeah, see, I wasn't down there whenever you were there. So you, I only you you had so much
2: room in my van. Right. The shagging Wagon. I was like, we can make a trip, buy them all. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, we're going to hopefully, I'm actually going to hopefully try out their, their new, uh, is it called the FIFA? Their big Gosh, target? The big one, big roller. That, yeah, I would like to try that one out. It's got a stand that comes with it. Pretty sweet. Just because what I like is when you really step back, if you're off, you know, on like a block target, like their big roller is 16 by 16, which is cool. It's mm-hmm. big. But when you're shooting 70-plus yards, let's say, if you're a little bit off, you're going to lose an arrow. Yeah. Well, that big old fella, you're just okay. going to hit the black. Yeah, you'll catch yep. it. So I'm excited to try that out. And if I get that one, I'm not going to go with a hay bale this year. There you go. Let Albert keep his hay yeah. bales this year. Bert needs to feed them cows. Yep. Check them out, moreltargets.com. Uh, you Lucky. can order directly from them, too. Yep. We're going to try to work on getting a code for you guys. We don't yeah, know. we'll see what happens. Yep. Lucky Buck.
1: Lucky Buck Mineral. I need to, I still haven't got mine out. I hope to get it out tomorrow. I
2: got, I got mine out first of April.
1: Yeah, good for you. I've definitely mowed already, so I'm behind the eight ball. Should have done it today. But uh, I've definitely mowed. I've mowed three times already, and I have not been able to get out and put my mineral out. So but I'm going to do that tomorrow. That's like my yeah. number one agenda.
2: Check them out, luckybuckmineral.com. We might try to have the uh, owner of the company on again this year to talk about the freak factor and the science behind that feed. Okay. Um, I I don't know if we're doing it for sure or not, but um, to me it's very interesting, the science behind feeding deer. Right. And even minerals, but especially feeding them. And he's got a pretty big, cool take on it, and that's why freak factor is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting. So anyway, Onyx, check it out, Onyx Hunt app. Download it from your, what do you call it? Internet? App store today? Well, you download the app, but you go online. Go on the line? Yeah, you go on the line. So you get on the line or on the app line. Download the app. Get on the the website if you want to save 20% and put our code in. MWW20. Uh, but you got to go to the website to get that code. I okay, got an employee. There's some weird ass stuff that goes on with the apps that they can't use them or whatever. Right? Yeah, it's not so. their fault. Like they have to do it that way. Yeah. So some law or something. I don't know. Right? Kind of silly, but whatever. But check them out. Uh, That's it. I don't know. I mean, we used it a lot the other day when we were checking that property out. Oh, I use Onyx every day. I know I mean, you do. I, yeah. You say that every freaking time and we and talk I t- about it. Well, I just a buddy of
1: mine he just started work with us. So like, dude. He's we found out what route he's going to be on.
2: Like, you need to download this app. So, yeah, he, went and he got it. So, we uh, we set up, I sent that that property we walked uh-huh. to Dustin. Yeah, what'd he say? And I'm like, hey, what do you think of this property? And so, he sent back a, another screenshot and just all the different stand placements he would have had. And really, and uh, not that it matters, I did not reply because I'm like, well, <laughs> we got it ripped away from us. Yeah, just cook ass. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, st- I'll stop talking. Is that it? That's it, man. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about some ticks. Let's talk about ticks with Brian Anderson, the Tick Terminator. This is the Missouri Was <laughs> and Missouri Water Podcast. All right, with us tonight, we have got the Tick Terminator himself, Brian Anderson. Brian, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's it's a pleasure. I love talking about ticks and it drives everybody crazy when I talk about them, but uh, they learn some stuff from it, too. a lot of fun.
2: This is your Super Bowl time of the year, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Springtime is absolutely the worst time of year for ticks, so any turkey hunters listening better really listen up because... Turkey hunters actually sit in tick habitat, uh, and those who are not prepared can uh, go home with some things that they don't want. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> well, I will. Definitely. I, I got to give some credit first where it's due. I must admit, we stole the idea of talking to you from our buddy Josh Raley with the Wisconsin um, Sportsman podcast. Uh, he had you on a few weeks ago, and actually emailed us and said, "Hey, this is awesome." Uh, you guys should talk to this guy, so we are going to because yeah. um, we talk about it every damn year, don't we? Like oh, ticks are I always mean, ticks always get brought up. Yeah, you're always gonna hear
1: someone's gonna tell you a story about ticks. You're gonna talk about ticks. It's just it's
2: gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna ask a special question later that okay. Josh didn't ask about how he disposes of his ticks and what fun ways we get rid of them. Because <laughs> I have a certain fun way at home that I, I get rid I of. I have ticks. a fun way at home that I do too. <laughs> uh the, the boys just love it but <laughs> becca doesn't like it so much yeah. but anyway before we get into everything brian why don't you introduce yourself tell everybody a little bit about the tick terminator and how this whole thing started with you
0: okay uh my wife is probably one of the biggest factors in me really getting into ticks here in recent years but even as a kid i was a uh, kind of uh, <laughs> and in a weird sense of a way a little fascinated with ticks because you know as a kid i I put ticks on the same level as a mosquito you know it's just a little pesky little insect so to speak that would uh, get on you and suck your blood and and i'm 64 so back when i was a kid in the 60s and 70s we never had problems with lyme disease and stuff like that so we never worried about it you know uh when when i was a kid my mom would uh, check us over especially when we were visiting my grandparents that live in a very rural area up, up here. I live in upper Michigan, hundred miles north of green Bay, Wisconsin. And we would come up there to visit. And, uh, we do a tick check. Tick checks are very important, you know, during tick season. Uh, she'd pick them off us on occasion and we never had a problem with them. Uh, I marry my wife. Then we move up here cause we were living downstate Michigan at that time. Um, uh, and uh, trying to get her used to ticks. And then as we had kids get them used to ticks and then, uh, still never had any problems with them I'm kind of giving you the quick version here Yeah. but uh, about 10 plus years ago uh, I really started to kind of have a resurgence of uh, interest in how do you get rid of them what do you do when you come in the house and you got them on your clothes those were kind of my my uh, thoughts of, of how to what, what to do about them you know so I started researching looking into a lot of stuff and uh, just wondering okay wh- what do I do? So, uh, during the process, I learned a lot about them, you know, things they like, things they don't like. Uh, and also, uh, I had a friend of mine go, go through a real struggle with Lyme disease at the time too. And, uh, he was encouraging me to, to keep looking into stuff. And then I finally bumped into a product called Permethrin, uh, which is the answer for sure for ticks. Uh, God's, took a God's just,
1: juice. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. It is amazing. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I took about a year to put together a website. You know, the website is thetechterminator.com. dot com. Um, it kind of piggybacks on Pick Bug Hub, but just remember the Tech Terminator, and, and you got to remember it a lot easier. But, anyways, uh, I kept you know evolving, man. And, and a couple of years ago, I basically went into it full time. I speak around the country, I do uh, conferences, safety conferences a lot with, uh, especially with uh, power companies. You know, linemen, uh, outdoor workers like like power companies have and uh, have a lot of fun educating their safety directors. And I, I like speaking. I mean, I love to speak at uh, even, uh, let's say, hunting conferences or hunting banquets, you know, to speak on a subject that nobody's ever talked about. Cause I'm <laughs> the tick term. I'm really the only one in the country that does what I do. I mean, uh, not that I'm a genius, but I tell people, in order to be the tick term, you got to be a little strange. You got to be a little weird. <laughs> and You have to have an unusual—you <laughs> got to have an unusual fascination with those stinking little gall darn blood sucking varmints we call ticks, and that describes me, you know. Uh, and so I have a lot of fun with it as I'm going on. Yeah, so that's a little introduction just to me.
2: Well, like I said, I listened to the show that Josh had with you, and it—I was just hooked the whole time. And you know, as as hunters and outdoorsmen. Uh it's a it's a necessary evil you have to deal with right like they're always For going sure. they're always going to be around and you know, one of the – I mean, well, we went and looked at a property a couple of weeks ago, and we're driving back, and I, I grabbed my neck, and there was one on my back of my neck, you know, crawling up. I mean, you can get it just walking sure. through your car. I mean, yeah.
1: You walk through a little bit of grass, you can definitely get them on you. They're everywhere, it seems like.
2: Yeah, and then once you find that first tick, you feel like there's a tick all – like every yeah, itch yeah. you feel, every, every little hair that moves, you feel like there's a tick on you now. Right. Uh, and yeah. so
0: Rem- – That brings me to a thing to to tell you there too, to tell the audience is that when you feel a tick on you like that, uh, when you get home, what most people do is they think, oh my gosh, I got tick. I mean, there's probably more and you're probably right. But what they do is they throw their clothes in the washer Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that. You throw all your clothes in the dryer on high for about 15 minutes. That dry heat will kill any little ticks on you, then throw them in the washer The dryer first. Remember
2: that. That makes a lot of sense. Zap those things. Um, Okay. So let's, let's, let's back up a little bit, kind of go a a little bit of the the same way that you went with Josh, but I think it's important for our hunters and outdoorsmen to know, you know, I don't know if there's a big difference between the ticks we have here in Missouri, Southern Missouri, Northern Missouri compared to Michigan, but let's talk in general about ticks and what the hell they are and how they do what they do. Yeah.
0: Well, they're pretty similar. We have basically about three different ticks that are the most popular ones. You're going to have, uh, uh, the deer tick, which they call, which is technically a black-legged tick. Uh, those are the ones most famous for carrying Lyme disease. Uh, you have an eastern black-legged tick, which we have here. Then you have a western black-legged tick on the west coast, of course. And you also have a, uh, 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 it's called the, the, The Lone Star Tick has a little white, white dot on its back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are ones uh, that can carry a disease called Alpha Gale Syndrome. And if you get that, guess what? No more venison, no more steaks, no more red meat. Ever? Uh, so that,
1: It'll make you yeah, sick. Uh, pretty,
0: pretty much for the rest of your life. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like, because uh, if
1: you do eat red meat, doesn't it make you sick every time you eat red meat? Something like that?
0: Yes. You you, you get uh, uh, going to uh, different uh it depends how bad it is in the person, how bad they react. Some people actually go into anaphylactic shock. You know, they get uh, uh, their their uh, mouth starts swelling up. You know, breathing is is really hard. Uh, so they can have some really bad allergic reactions to it. And a lot after it settles down a little bit, I guess uh, you know, then they don't know until maybe the next time they don't even know what caused it. A lot of times in the first case,
2: might have thought it was food poisoning so, well, the first time, and then. It gets worse and worse and worse and oh, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you got the black-legged tick. I have
0: heard of it. Yep. Black-legged ticks, and then the other one is called the uh, uh, American dog tick, uh, which which we call the wood tick. So those are the three most popular: uh, the deer tick, the lone star tick, and the American dog tick. Those are probably the most three common ones that we have.
1: And they can. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say ticks can actually carry more than one disease at a time. Uh, they have different diseases out that are out there, like uh, anaplasmosis, babesiosis, ehrlichiosis, tularemia, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, alpha gal syndrome. As you just mentioned that. an allergic reaction, Powassan disease. Uh, there's numerous different ones, uh, but yeah, they can uh, they can be pretty nasty. So. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'm all about prevention. Yeah, those things I, I are call awesome. My, I call myself a I call myself a tick and Lyme disease prevention specialist because when I was getting into this about 10 years ago, I noticed that there was all kinds of wonderful websites out there about people who were suffering from Lyme disease and that's really needed but my thought is what about stopping them in the beginning so so you don't get bit so I say if you keep them off, you can't get bit, if you can't get bit you can't get Lyme or any other tick borne disease so it's all about prevention, prevention, prevention. Yeah, And I love talking to hunting shows like this because I'm a hunter too. Of course I live in upper Michigan and uh, deer hunting up here is, is almost like a holiday, uh, as you can imagine. And uh, I, 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 for rifle season is, is a big thing that I'm in and our rifle season starts November 15th. And where we live, that's when snow is starting to come too. But we never know on November 15th, if it's going to be 50 degrees or five degrees. So I make sure that I'm, I'm ready anyway, you know, Mm -hmm. when I'm out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and hunters, as you will know, uh, I mean, hunters start this spring. I mean, you're out there, you know, you can't wait to get out. I mean, our snow just melted literally about a week ago. We had a whole bunch of spring. Um, but people going out shed hunting, looking for horns, uh, mushroom hunting, uh, looking for your checking on your deer posts that you haven't seen since last fall, you know, or now getting out for turkey hunting or going to their deer camp for the first time. And this summer as it goes on uh, looking for uh, the uh, food plots, you know, preparing those. So as you, as we, all three of us know, hunting is not just in the fall. It's you know, kind of a lifestyle almost, you know. Right, for yeah.
1: So what temperatures do ticks become most active?
0: Good question. Uh, where I live, it's, uh, they kind of come and go with the snow. When the snow comes, they go away. Now, even, they say about 32 degrees approximately, just think about freezing temperature, is when they kind of go down in the leaf litter, okay? And for us, they go down under the leaf litter, and then snow comes over, it's a wonderful insulator. Now, in Missouri, you guys are not going to have that much snow. You may have it on occasion, it's probably not, too unusual right. but you don't have a blanket of it probably for the whole winter
2: no it comes and then it's All gone a right. couple of days later yep
0: yeah so missouri and a lot of other other parts of the the southern uh part of the country they're going to get the uh, uh co- cooler temperatures but technically your ticks can be active pretty much year round really because you're going to have temperatures probably in the 30s and 40s and above most of the winter i would assume right
2: yeah, and yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can have yeah. we can have those cold spells, just like you know anybody, and but they're sure. they're rare. Yeah, I mean, right. what was it? Two years ago, we had we had temps ten, below ten for two had, straight weeks, yeah. and it was like it was like the apocalypse. Right, I was very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's nobody could handle for you guys it. in Missouri, for yeah. sure,
0: You know, so uh, ticks. I, I talk to a lot of people, you know, because I work with people all over the country. And even during the winter, even though the temperatures are up higher in southern parts like that, they do kind of uh, taper off in the winter. You probably notice that even when you're in the woods. You're right. going to have less ticks whether you're prepared or not in the winter. But come now to uh, just about November, that's when they start ramping up, as you're probably starting to notice.
3: Yeah, right. But
0: wintertime, typically, in our part of the country, they're going to be less. I'm never going to say they never come out. Because even where we live, if we have a fifty-degree day and they got two feet of snow, those ticks can sometimes come up through the snow and think, "Hey, man, it's springtime, man. I'm looking for somebody to suck the blood out of." And they will come up literally, and, and a lot of times animals will get them on themselves uh, a lot more than humans will because uh, they're going to walk through that brush more in the winter. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's almost year-round, but they uh, they have ta- they do taper off in the winter.
2: Okay, that sucks. So what's a what's question. a tick's lifestyle or lifespan like? Like how how does a tick live? What what is it like?
0: Well, here's what happens. A female tick gives birth to about 1,000 to 5,000 ticks, baby baby eggs what a in the, in the June, okay? <laughs> and I say, "Lord, why why so many? Why can't it be just 100?" But anyway, that's what it is. And she gives birth to those approximately around June or so. And after about 2 weeks those eggs hatch. All right? And it's on the forest floor, okay, because that's where she is. And uh, they hatch after a couple weeks. Then they start looking for their first host. Our ticks here that I'm talking about, this is the way they are. The other ticks are a little bit different, but but they're looking for their first host. Now, typically a tick will only eat one time a year, okay, one time a year. So that first, that baby tick, some people call them seed ticks. Maybe the next spring they call them seed ticks are very tiny little ticks.
2: It's the worst thing ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, anyways, uh, that that first uh, that first summer when they're just hatched, they're they're harmless, okay? Because they are not born with any tick-borne disease. They get that from their first host. So what happens is those ticks get on typically a white-footed mouse. You guys have a lot of white-footed mice in, in the woods there.
2: Uh, we got a lot of mice. I don't know. Oh, what yeah, they're I don't. I don't know if they're called white-footed, but <laughs> we got mice for okay. sure.
0: You, you got plenty of mice running around the woods. So, typically, that's the, the closest thing for a for a tick to get onto. They're not going to get on a deer. They're too small. They're going to get on a white on a, on a little mouse, start sucking the blood out of it. And during that process, the germs from the mouse that go into the ticks is what actually gives it a disease if they're going to get one. So, they get it from their host, okay? So, so it's kind you, of the mouse's I, I, fault. <laughs> yeah, it's the mouse's fault. Yeah, that's a whole other story right there, too. I actually got the several pages in my book coming out here soon that uh, is going to talk about how some people have tried to do that, but I can take one thing at a time or get to sidetracked. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's, it's the mice. It's their first host that is this kind of the problem. So anyway, they, they feed in their mouse for a couple days. They drop off. And they do whatever ticks do, which ain't a whole lot. You know, <laughs> they just kind of veg out and, you know, chill. And they, that fall, that winter, they start uh, molting into their next series, which is going to be a nymph tick okay, the size of a poppy seed, okay, that may be where they get the word seed tick, Mm -hmm. that's, think about how small a poppy seed is, that poppy seed size tick, if it got some tick-borne disease the summer before, it's going to have for the rest of its life, now the size of a poppy seed, if that gets on you and and bites you, it's just as lethal as a full-grown adult, okay, and the size of poppy seed, that could be on your shoelace, and you can't even hardly see it, it's so tiny. So that tick, that spring, you know, about now is when they're start, starting to come out. They're going to look for a host, suck on the blood for a couple of days, get off, do whatever it takes to, which ain't a whole lot. And uh, that was their that was their feed for the summer, for the year, I should say. Then they molt the next series that fall, that winter, come out the next spring as a full-grown adult, mm-hmm. look for a host, could be us, could be something bigger. A lot of times they may end up on a deer than the, the adults. And they get on the deer, and the male and the female will feed on the deer, and then they'll make, they'll ride dead deer a lot of times over the winter. The next spring they get off, the male gets off, he dies, the female gets off, and she gives birth anywhere between 1,000 and 5,000 ticks, and that's enough to kill anybody, and she dies. So it's typically a three-year life cycle, but they have to eat at least one time a year. So that's kind of how that goes.
1: How long are they feeding for? Like once they find the host, they attach... How long are they attached to whatever it is they're stuck in the life? Typically,
0: out of? they prefer about three to four days, maybe five days, something like that. Okay, so not that long.
2: Work. Yeah, because so, we've all seen it on deer where you you kill a deer and they've got just giant freaking ticks, you know, on their neck or whatever, the size of a grape, and you're oh, like, yeah. that tick must have been there for months, but it really could have yeah. just been feeding for a week. And,
0: yeah it could have been feeding and it's probably done feeding by the time you see them like that
2: yeah wow but it may
0: maybe riding that deer for the for the for the winter then
2: yeah so I want to talk about seed ticks real quick which now I know are just baby ticks for the most part um, yeah so and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there who have had this happen. My family and I were camping actually a couple of years ago and we went through for a walk and when we got back I mean we were covered in seed ticks thousands of them. I mean, you could look at my wife's leg, and it was just moving. It's thousands. And we spent the next, I bet, five to six hours sitting outside, picking those suckers off. We got duct tape. We we did everything we could think of, and it was horrible, absolutely horrible. What do? You, what is the maybe the best method to handle seed ticks when you get so many of those little buggers? I mean, they were so tiny, they had to just come out of the mother. You know, like they were tiny, right, yeah. tiny. Yep. Is, there, is there a good way to get rid of those things that when you got thousands on you? <laughs>
0: well, well, I was going to say a lint roller, which is basically tape that you roll, you know, uh, but duct tape would have been a good thing too. But the nice thing about getting bit by those ticks is you're not going to have a problem because they haven't had their first host yet. Right. They're trying to make you the host, you know, so they're disease free. That's the only upside to that. Uh, the same thing happened to uh, my niece just like last summer, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they didn't get as many as you did. She started to notice these little, it's like a speck, like you had basically a speck of brown crawling and you can hardly even see it. It's so tiny. Uh, But yeah, that's uh, I noticed that on, she was saying that what is this? And I said, Hey, that's probably a a baby tick that was just born. And then she, she was sitting in the grass in my brother's yard, you know, in the woods. And uh, she just moved to another spot, and she was fine. And she went inside, she washed them all off. And, but she didn't have near what you guys had quite a no. – you, <laughs> you you guys really hit a nest of them there.
2: We must have. I mean, it was hilarious because we all, we all must have walked through it because I was covered. My wife was the worst. She was first, so that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, my daughter had it. And it, then it
1: happened to me in Lawson last year. Yeah. I was out working on my food plot and I had some, I know exactly what happened. I had a big, there was a pile of like dead grass that had been there the year prior. And I was trying sure. to clear all the stuff up to put my seed down. And I kicked that thing and went or left. And then I like my eggs legs starting to itch. I pull up my short, the leg that I kicked, pulled up my pant leg, just covered it. i a few hundred of them. It was ridiculous. Lawson got them all over him. It it was, it was a big ordeal, but not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. at all. But it's good
2: to know that sea ticks are basically just baby ticks who probably haven't found their first host. So they're not really that dangerous, I guess. Assuming uh, they haven't itch for a while. Yeah. Assuming they haven't found their first host. Um, And I also didn't even know seed ticks were just a a normal tick. I thought they were a different species. Yeah, I just thought seed ticks were just seed ticks. Okay, that makes sense. No, it's good to know. Good to know. So let's talk about – so we know, like, the lifespan of a tick, which it really sucks to know that they live more than one year. I thought they were just kind of, like, alive for a couple months and then died. And now – now these bastards live for several years so that sucks but uh (laughs) let's let's talk about i guess prevention and then we can talk about if you do get bit what can you do but prevention i already know what the answer is and it's it's god's nectar at this point but what can you do to prevent yourself from getting bit by these blood-sucking assholes
0: well part of it is i mean i'm talking to hunters here like myself and i enjoy the woods too you know uh, the best way to get, to never have them is to never go in the woods you know, but, <laughs> or live in a plastic bubble. But that's, you know, we can't do that because uh, we enjoy the woods. Um, uh, but with hunters, it's, it's you know, a lot of times I will tell people to stay on a path, you know, when you're walking through the woods, but hunters, we avoid the paths. We're going through the woods, you know, like an animal. Uh, so we're going to get it. So, I mean, really the, the, the best prevention method for ticks is—I uh, found nothing better than permethrin, uh, which I think we you alluded to earlier. And uh, God's nectar. The way permethrin works is kind of unique. A lot—I want to explain the difference here between permethrin and DEET. We're all familiar with DEET as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, DEET is in a lot of stuff. I mean, off and all kinds of different sprays that we've used for generations since 1945 when they created it for the military. The way DEET works is when you spray that on our clothes and stuff like that, the scent, the smell, the aroma confuses like a mosquito. A mosquito flies and they, and they, they sense that smell with their little puny antennas and it tricks their brain and tells them there's no blood there. So then they fly off. That's how DEET works okay. based on, this, on the aroma and the smell and the scent. The way permethrin works is on a totally different uh, way uh permethrin works is called a contact repellent that means uh insects will only notice it when they come in contact with it the one nice thing about permethrin is when it's dry it's odorless okay mm-hmm. so that's a big thing for us hunters we don't want any smell on us so uh, it dries odorless uh and let's say ticks and chiggers you guys probably have chiggers down there yep. or other people in your audience will know chiggers red bugs whatever they want to call them uh when they start crawling on the pants and boots, shoelace, stuff like that, of something that's treated with permethrin, it drives their nervous system nuts. Okay? And after several seconds, it will, you know, sometimes up to 45 seconds or a minute, something like that, of crawling on the pants, because they always crawl up. They start on the, on, the, on the shins and they're crawling up there. By the time they get the belt line, if they get that far, they're going to fall off and die in almost in almost all cases.
1: So it does That's kill them. It does kill them. Okay. I didn't know if it killed them or if it oh, just yeah, deterred them.
0: Yeah. yeah, both. Because it, it makes them so uncomfortable that uh, if they're on there for, let's say, 30 or so or seconds, they're going to fall off eventually. They can't stand it any longer. And then they're going to die. So it, it will kill them, which is the nice thing about it, but it doesn't bother us at all. Hmm. But, I mean, here's another story. is uh, I had a black fly land on my thigh a couple years ago. And, uh, of course, that's, it's, a, it's a little bug. It, it flies. And uh, what happened was after it landed, it started dancing around on my thigh. Uh, they call it the hot syndrome. It could sense the permitment molecules that were in my genes, and it eventually flew off. Because it, could, it, it was really, to me, it was like entertainment, watching, you know, tiptoe around the hot syndrome, and fly off. I mean, this was this was really cool entertainment for me. You know, the Tick Terminator. Yeah. But it flew off, and I say, ching! I won because it didn't bite me. So that's how that's the difference. One is a contact repellent; the other one is the scent and the smell and the aroma.
2: Yeah. So honestly, I mean, I found permethrin two years ago. I knew about it way before then, but I'd always just used off spray, you know, and I would i remember you know we'd go to work on our food plots and i would just cover myself in that stuff and you'd stink you know you'd smell like citrus or whatever you know aroma that's yeah, yeah. the, the, the off smell. spray was and and it would get in my eyes like if i'd start sweating if i sprayed yeah. my hat then it'd get in my eyes and it'd start burning and um i always hated it and i always heard about permethrin but i was reluctant to use it because i had heard you know which now that I use it, oh, my gosh, it was the dumbest thing I was reluctant to use. But, you know, it's got to be totally dry. You know, all these, these stories about, you know, once it, when it's wet, it's not good for you. you got to have it dry, blah, blah, blah. Once I got it and did it, it was the most simple thing I've ever done. And essentially, when I treat my stuff at the beginning of the summer, it's fine most of the summer at that point, you know.
1: Yeah, because it can go up to a few washes, before it actually Absolutely, goes yeah. away. Yeah. Up
2: to six washes. Is that correct, Brian? Somewhere in there? Well,
0: yeah. It, it depends. Before I forget, let me say this. Uh, that DEET is good for your skin. It's probably the best thing that you can use to keep things off, you know, from skin. You mm-hmm. can use it in your clothes. But Permethrin is only, Permethrin is not for skin. I want to tell you that right off from the onset here. Yeah. It's good for clothing and gear, everything but skin. I mean, if somebody gets to spray it sprayed and gets it on there, it's not going to kill them. You will know, just wash it off. Uh, uh, they may have a slight reaction to it, but it's nothing severe at all. Uh, but anyways, yeah. As far as permethrin goes, uh, the typical permethrin that you can buy in a in store uh, from a lot of different places is when you spray it on, it, it actually binds, it, 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 it sticks to the fabric. I mean, I tell people it's so cool, I call it vitamin P for your clothes. I mean, I made that up. it's me crazy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, but it sticks to the clothes. And then uh, the kind that you buy in the store lasts for, on the clothes, six weeks or six washes, all right, which is really cool. You don't have to put on every day. Now, I actually work with a, a permethrin product. It's the only one on the market that's designed for clothes, it actually puts you in control of how long it will last because it's a concentrate okay so you can mix it mix it a little let's say the kids are going to to camp summer camp for a week okay at a place you know they're going to be in the woods so you could just mix a little bit and have a good for well the the smallest mixture is good for 3 weeks and 3 washes you know your wife could treat all the clothes you know for the kids when they go up to camp and they're, and they're good for a, for a week mm-hmm. or for three weeks but anyway you know what I'm saying uh, you can also mix a little more and then it's good for six weeks you can mix more and it's good for 12 weeks you can mix eight ounces and be good for 24 weeks and 24 washes so I like so, that because another.
2: so the higher it, the concentrate it, you use is not necessarily like you're not wasting it it will it'll go further
0: correct yeah hmm. so it cuts your permythrin cost by like 50% because you, anytime you use a concentrate for, for any product as a concentrate, you're always saving money because you just mix it yourself at home in a bottle. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, uh, well, anyways, I got a box of it here too, but that's what I use myself. I usually mix it for uh, three weeks or I should say three months at a time, about 12 weeks at a time.
2: Yeah, that's uh, what I would do. And then I sure. just
0: mark on the calendar. I mark on the calendar in about 10 weeks, you know, uh, to to mix you know to to treat them again but that i like that because it saves me money plus it saves me time too you know
1: does it i don't remember it having a smell to it does it have a smell to it i don't think so
0: when it when it's dry it's odorless yeah
1: okay so it's not
0: you can can spray it on your pants yeah spray on your pants right away and and it'll be damp on your pants you know sometimes people do that as they're wearing it which is you can, but the, the best thing is to spray it on, a, on like a clothesline or laying flat on the ground. That way, the the garments, the the, the pants are all flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're spraying it while you're wearing it, you got wrinkles when you're looking down, you know. But you want to be able to get it on as much of the garment as you can. Uh, I do, uh, you know, shoes, socks, pants, shirts, uh, like you did, good or, good around the waistband, around your, your uh, wristband there too, if if those are tight. Uh, a little place where they're going to try to get in yeah uh but i've got a,
2: i've got a good process now and i don't know if it's correct or not because i don't actually do it outside just because it's windy here all the time but i've got i've got two poles in the unfinished side of my basement that are about 12 foot apart from each other and i hang a rope across them and then i just clothespin pin all my clothes to them and i go around and spray just them and treat them all i tell the kids no basement play for couple hours and I just let them sit there till they're dry and if I've yeah. got more clothes I'll do more but usually I can get all my summer stuff on that one treatment uh and it works pretty good I used to do it outside but I'd have stuff you know blow off the line or or whatever and I've just so I found and I I don't know that doing it inside is the best idea but you know it's the unfinished basement nobody's really going to be there so uh
0: it's not it's not the best idea but it, but it can work you right know? You may uh, just try to avoid breathing as much as you can of it, yeah, yep. as little as little as you can, for obvious reasons. You know, you don't want. It's like spray painting. You know, you don't want to breathe out. You know, correct. Any kind of aerosol, you don't really want to breathe in. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, that. That's yeah. I do that sometimes too, but most of the time I spray it outdoors.
2: So, so long story yeah. short, permethrin is the the uh, the end all be all when it comes so, to trying to keep ticks off you for the most part. I mean we Hit can it. we can try Hit other it. stuff and I, like i said i used other stuff for years i used to just do nothing and deal with it you know if i saw a tick i took it off of me like that's what i did for years but um well it scares the crap out of me to
1: now, get one of those diseases a yeah. I, well i've already had lymes i have lymes disease okay i got it 2 years ago i got it, i had a tick you've got a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> i had a tick on the back of my the small part of my back and i got yep. it pulled it off i noticed the next day you get to start getting that ring around it so i immediately went to the doctor then told him hey i got bit right here it's starting to give me the ring i was like it's lyme disease and she looks at it and she's like by god you're right I'm like, you know what you're talking about i'm like yeah so i was able to get treated pretty quick so it hasn't really messed with me uh, at all but my brother has lyme disease as well and it, it he didn't get to it as as soon as i did and he got pretty sick and it it was a pretty bad deal there for a bit and i mean it can mess you up
2: well and that's what's scary is we know all these different people i mean you your brother my brother-in-law russell got erliculosis. did i say that right brian
0: Er or
2: he got that he was in the hospital for like a (laughs) week yeah then he got a staph infection in his blood as a result of it i mean it was just and that was a tick Mm -hmm. uh i as far as i know have never had anything um but knock on wood that'll continue happening yeah. but my,
1: my daughter she's had the rocky mountain uh well the the doctors think that it that's was what she had. the rocky mountain fever or whatever and that was that's yeah. been a few years amy
2: amy actually reminded me so of that. that's what if you if you think about it and all of our listeners it if you it's kind of like i hate to say it cancer now right like you know somebody it's probably been affected by something a tick has done to him. Yeah, And uh, yeah. I don't know anybody that's got the red meat thing. And, you know, that sucks for any of y'all out there that, that has that. That would really blow. But um, that's why I think, you know, keeping them from getting on you is, is like the biggest thing that we can kind of do. Yeah, if you just stay inside and never go out and enjoy the, the world, you're probably <laughs> never going to have a tick on you. But if you want to go out and enjoy, enjoy the world and the woods, permethrin is really the way to go. And that's kind of Absolutely. one of the biggest things I wanted to get across in this show is I'm not like nothing comes from me saying use permethrin, but use permethrin it's, it's proven I've for two years now, basically never had a tick on me in the summer, knock on wood. And it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm sold. And I think anybody that would try it would probably see the same results for the most part.
0: Yeah. I want to get back to what Micah said there. Cause Micah, what you said there, when you had that, uh, uh bullseye rash on your back mm-hmm. you you did the absolute perfect protocol of you went to a doctor right away and they gave you probably uh doxycycline i would assume
1: sounds right it's been like i said i think it was two years ago but sounds yeah. right how,
0: how how long did you take this uh uh antibiotic for want, a couple weeks i
1: want i want to say it was two weeks but like yeah, i said i could be i, I mean. could be off i want to say it was a week or two weeks
0: yeah that sounds about that that's about standard protocol and that is the absolute best thing you can possibly do because almost always that takes care of it rarely do they does it proceed after that you know on on a, a few you know unusual cases, but for the most part that is the perfect thing to do uh so I want the listeners to definitely know that early detection early treatment and I also want to say here here I even have a – uh this is my pet tick it's a little stuffed tick that I use. <laughs> Uh, the way you even take a tick off. Let's say that tick is stuck on you, okay? Uh, And the way you take it off can even help, too. The sooner you get a tick off, the better also. Uh, The longer a tick is is stuck on you, the more apt it is to give you something bad. All right? I don't know how long that tick was on you. Do you think it was on you, Micah, for – how long would you guess? That day you probably got it?
1: I would assume so. I I don't know. I remember – I went home. I can't remember. I must have been at work, uh, and I, you know, the, what I do. I'm in yards and in the, y- you know, different places outdoors. So I, I probably picked it up at work somewhere. And I went home, and I think I got out of the shower, and I noticed it whenever I was, you know, drying off or something. So
0: yeah, because some some people like to say 24 hours. I don't like to give any time limit on it. The sooner you get a tick off, the better. But the way you take a tick off even can make a difference. I mean, if somebody grabs—I mean, like we've all done—grab it by the body like this and pull it off. That's more apt to for the, you. Think about somebody squeezing you in the stomach. Okay, you're more apt to, you know, you know, puke. All right. Same thing with a tick. If you squeeze it by the body and pull it off, it's more apt to puke the bad stuff in you. You want to grab it at the very base and pull it straight up like that, usually, usually with a fine tip tweezers, because that way you're not going to make it puke in you, which you're at the point of taking off. You don't want to do that. So I tell people be, you be gentle when you take a tick off, don't tick off a tick, taking it off. You want to be nice to it. After that, I don't care if you save it or shoot it with a 30 odd six, you know, <laughs> but, but be nice to it, taking it off. Uh, and then if a little bit of the head gets stuck in you, don't worry about it, wash it off. You know, it'll, your body will just kind of get rid of it in a couple days. Anyways, but then watch that bite, monitor that bite. Uh, if it gets has a, a bullseye rash like that, if it swells up, if it has any kind of bad reaction, you know, that's not normal, see a doctor just in case. A lot of times a doctor then uh, will uh, a lot of times give an antibiotic just to be safe, even without the bullseye rash, because the bullseye rash that you had, Micah, is only in about 40 to 50% of cases. All right? Uh had that just been red, it still could have been Lyme. But the bullseye rash makes for sure it's probably probably Lyme. Really. So a lot of times doctors will give, uh, uh, doxycycline. I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on TV here. So, but anyways, uh, they'll give a doxycycline just to make sure whatever it was that it's going to eliminate it because it's kind of a mild antibiotic, but it's great for for Lyme disease and, and uh, tick-borne diseases, and mo- most of them.
1: So. Yeah, yeah i mean i i was happy to you know notice it quickly and it didn't affect me so I, I was and probably because my brother he he got it whenever he got it it was been a few years so i knew what he went through and i know I, I remember we were over at my house and he he said he was feeling rough and he i think it was underneath his armpit and uh he had that bullseye roundness and he, we didn't know what it was at first because the tick wasn't there. He just had that bullseye mark, and then he ended up going to the oh, doctor, and they told him.
2: I would, have, uh, I would have thought, like, oh, I got bit by a spider. Right. Or something yeah, like that. I mean, that's you know? what you would normally – if the yeah. tick's not there, sure. Right, if the tick wasn't there. Right.
3: Huh, okay.
2: Um, so do they have a uh, – I know we're kind of going backwards right now, but it just made me think of this. Do they have any preferred area they like to bite on on a human – or do they just like crawl until they're like, eh, this seems like a good spot, and latch on?
0: Well, they they do have some preferred areas, like like uh, warmer areas, uh, like say behind the knee, uh, in the bend of the knee, sometimes uh, groin groin area. They'll congregate in that area, uh, armpits like that, uh, hairline uh, around the around the back of the ears. Actually, I found one like right, right there found my wife a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, right by her ear, and, uh, so yeah, there are a few places like that. Th- th- they're a lot more apt to be in those places than, than, like, say, right in the middle of your forearm, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, or they they do go in uh, – people have got them in their belly button before, you know, so it's kind of like some warmer type of places like that. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question.
1: I've had them on my unspeakables before. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it definitely
2: happens. <laughs> it's it, it's not great. We, we've we all – I mean – They can – I've never made my wife do this, but I, we've I, all uh, thought about being like, <laughs> yeah. hey, babe, you're going to have to check. <laughs> uh.
0: I, I, I tell people to uh, do tick checks, do thorough tick checks. I said, uh, check every place. And then I say, yes, even there too. Uh, women, men, I've heard them in the, in the darnest places. You know, I've heard everything about, about by this point. Right. So uh, there's actually some places uh, – of employment i think i was talking to somebody in vermont or new hampshire a couple years ago and i think it was uh like a a dnr type of place and uh they literally have some rooms so the people come in there like a little like a little phone booth type of you know closet that's full of mirrors so they can strip down to nothing but a smile and go in there and bend over i mean check every place at the end of their shifts yeah. So some place to get pretty serious. About you know, it learn a lot. lot
2: of, learn a lot about yourself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the the question I've been waiting for all night, and then we'll get back into the treatment. What is your favorite way to kill ticks <laughs> once you found them? Can I go first? For myself? Yeah. Yeah. You can go. Can I go first? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I, I've been. Sure. I just. The boys love it, and this is why I do it. Uh, One of my sons who's over there messing with something he shouldn't be right now is uh, what we like to do if we're home. I like to take my wife hates this, but I like to take the ticks into our kitchen and we have a flat range stove and I will turn a burner on and then I will drop the tick in the middle of that burner and watch it try to run off before it (laughs) dies. And it never does. It never (laughs) makes it. And that's that's my favorite way to kill. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. oh wow uh, Peta's gonna okay,
0: freaking mike, get mike, all over us mike your turn what's your favorite That
1: that's actually my favorite too if not if not that i'll probably lighter usually something to do with fire just so i know it's dead sort of thing or if i'm yeah. if i'm next to a toilet or something i'll try to flush it down a toilet but uh yeah, yeah. that's about it for me
0: i i taught my grandsons a couple of years ago when we were having fun uh with a magnifying glass you know Oh, that's fine yeah, that's a you know, good idea if you hit the sun just right it'll make it really hot a little little uh beam there and uh you, you put a tick on the sidewalk and then you can actually watch it smoke as you're uh as you're frying it right there on the sidewalk that's kind of fun too yeah <laughs> uh, a couple a couple years ago I, I I uh did a little video with my grandkids uh and uh we 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 taped a tick on the on the head of a sledgehammer, and uh, I let them beat – I had an old uh, laptop computer that they they smashed the tick on the sledgehammer onto the uh, uh, the laptop computer, and I let them, uh, you know, smash it that way, So they had fun with that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, I'm an outdoorsman, and I, I love almost all animals, and I would never want to see one suffer, but I, I equate a tick to a serial killer – and like, I would want to see the serial killer suffer, so I don't mind ticks. You know, taking it a little bit. You know, yeah. now when we kill them with the stove, they die in a matter of seconds, right? But uh, I, yeah. I got a kind of a serious
1: wish. Is is there a purpose to a tick, or is it just to apparently not? I mean, spread <laughs> well, disease because I see like you know to me that's what it most seems like. most things in this world you know they have a purpose. Uh, what is the purpose of a tick? Do you have any idea?
0: it's got to be part of the food chain i mean because uh out 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 in the woods you know uh spiders eat ticks uh grasshoppers eat ticks uh centipedes turkeys eat ticks uh so it's part of the food i mean it's like it's like kind of like what's the purpose of a mosquito you know same same Uh, question
1: i guess yeah i mean i guess so that's
0: i mean that brings me to a funny story (laughs) i got stories about everything here but uh, the state of Maine actually did a study on turkeys a number of years ago, and they found out that turkeys, when they go through the woods, have what they call a, a voracious appetite. I mean, they're like pigs with wings. They eat uh, the centipedes and the, 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 the grasshoppers, plus they eat the ticks. And they they figured that the turkeys are eating so many of the natural enemies of ticks that ticks have fewer enemies, even though turkeys eat them too. They have fewer enemies, so they're able to survive even more because of the population of turkey's. So who would have thought the, the the purpose was yeah, turkey's are contributing to the explosion of ticks because they're eating some of their enemies.
1: Wow. I who never would have thought, would have that?
0: thought that. Pretty crazy.
1: Uh, here's another um so I'm sure you y'all do it up there too but uh, we're, we're trying to get into like prescribed fires and that sort of thing for, you know, yeah. land management. Is that something that will actually help knock down some of the t- tick population out there? Or does that show any effect?
0: Yeah. I actually, I wrote about some of that in my book. Uh, that'll be coming out here in a couple months. Definitely, yeah. I mean, if if somebody does uh, prescribe, and I, I'm not recommending, you know, somebody go on torches it. I mean, that's got to be very controlled, but that definitely makes an impact. I mean, you're because you're burning the vegetation if it's done at the right time of year. The vegetation while, you know, burning the ticks, oh, yeah, that that uh, that can really make an impact. That that does a good job of them. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Yeah.
2: Nice. yeah. That's a good, good question. Very
0: good That's question. That's a good
2: thing. So is there, uh, back to treatments before we uh, wrap this one up, is there any other types of things that you would do once you found out you've been bit by a tick other than immediately getting to the doctor and getting medicines? Um, what else do you recommend?
0: those are probably the most important things to do right there. Uh, just monitoring that bite, watch that bite. Uh, and but the problem is so often that people don't even realize that they got bit by a tick. You know, like you were saying to your brother, I got the bullseye rash, he didn't, and there was no tick there. Uh, we get bit sometimes and we don't even know what caused it. So, uh, just being as diligent as you can, uh, during tick season Mm -hmm. to watch for them. Uh, but, yeah, uh, early treatment, early detection, early treatment is, is the biggest thing if you get bit. And the way you take it off, being nice to it when you take it off, uh That's a That's a good point. Too.
2: That's a good point. I've never thought about, you know, not wanting to make it puke into you when you're taking it off. Yeah. You know, I, I used to just grab them and yeah, pull them. Yeah, just get them off as easy, um, fast if, as you can. I mean, and all have, yeah. I could probably count on one hand how many times I've had a tick actually bite me. Usually, I find them... I don't know if I'm hypersensitive to like feeling, but man, usually if there's a tick on me, I will feel it before it it gets me bit. I can probably count on one hand in my lifetime how many times I've actually. Oh, there he is. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like Spider Man. What
0: what happens with ticks? What happens with ticks is actually God gave them a special little uh, saliva that they spit in our skin before they bite in, so it numbs our skin so we don't even feel it when they bite us. (laughs) It's kind of unique. Same thing like within the wintertime, he gave them a special little enzyme that acts like antifreeze, so they don't freeze to death. A lot of times up up where I live here, people say, oh, man, the ticks are all frozen this winter. (laughs) Forget it, man. They're not. They uh, they hardly have any uh, up in Alaska because they have the frozen tundra up there.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, And it's a colder climate. Uh, There are virtually no ticks up there but, uh, down here in the lower 48, we'll call it. Yeah. The, it's not enough to, to freeze them off in, in your area. Never freeze them off down no, no. there. That's for sure. Well,
2: that's, that's good stuff. Uh, before we hop off here, why don't you talk about, um, where people can check you out? Uh, talk about a little bit about your book, if it's getting ready to come out and how people can, uh, read that whenever it does and, um, see how, you yeah. know, they can get to get a hold of the tick terminator on all the different medias and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, I've I've been on a lot of different uh, podcasts. I love doing podcasts. It's a great time with you guys here today. Uh, they can go on my website, theTickTerminator.com, uh, and they can have. Well, here's one of my. Uh, this is a box of permethrin. It comes with a. It comes with a little eight ounce bottle of concentrate. There's a whole thirty two ounce bottle of, uh, that they can use to spray in here to mix it with it all comes complete with directions in there too of how to mix it, you know, for longer periods of time or shorter periods of time. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the most economical permit that there is on the market bar none. Yeah. There's nothing more economical than that. Um, there's a lot of good information on my website then too, about just a variety of things. It's a lot of informative stuff. Uh, My book will be coming out – well, I can't even give a date yet because it's actually at the – it's being edited right now. Uh, But that's – it's kind of going to kind of be a unique book because it will have my logo on the front, unlike any local, you know, stick in the shape of a hand grenade. So – but, yeah, that will probably be this summer. I'm thinking May or June or something like that, probably. But if I say that, it's probably June or July. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: Um,
0: But it will be available on Amazon, I know for sure. Uh but
2: do you have a do you, have, you have a title yet? Uh
0: I'm gonna probably call it winning winning the war on ticks. Uh That's a good lots one. of lots of tidbit you know, tip tips for uh for doing that. Uh I have a whole chapter just dedicated just to Permethrin. Uh talk about a lot of other uh repellents, uh talk about, you know, different things people have done to try to keep ticks off from us. Trying to actually uh, 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 stop the mice, you know, which is the biggest factor of giving ticks diseases. Uh, a lot of variety of ways people are trying to do that. When you uh, stop, killing <laughs> <Not gonna happen.
1: laughs> stop killing coyotes. Not going to happen.
0: Stop killing coyotes? Yeah. You don't want to do that. You want to keep killing them, too. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's, uh, it, it's the mice, you know, that, that, that are... Probably the biggest problem there. Hmm. Uh, but now, you guys probably don't have skinks, do Would, you? Like a little lizardy type of.
2: Uh... Skinks? Yeah. um I'm not sure if we do or not. Yeah. We
1: got little lizards. I know that. I yeah. seen one the other day by my house. I don't know
2: if they're called a skink, but. Or if you're even talking about a lizard. I don't. Yeah, I think that's what they are, but. It,
0: it's kind of like a half snake, half lizard with legs on it, they, they say. It's real low to the ground, so that, that ticks sometimes in the deep south get on those. And they may suck the blood out of them, and that's where they get some of their pathogens or germs that will turn into bad tick-borne diseases.
2: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if we we get we have skinks. I mean, I know we've got little lizards, but I don't really know what they're called. But, yeah. um, well, that's awesome, Brian. We uh, you know, we really appreciate your time. This was interesting to me because, you know, who who thought something so small could could capture your 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 uh what is it called, your attention for so long. But they, they really do. They are just want to keep them away from me. So uh, I appreciate your time. And uh, you keep fighting the good fight out there for all the rest of us because we need it.
0: I, I got i got—I got a poem I want to end up with here. Yeah, I heard
2: this one. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. It, it goes like this. I hate them little suckers. I want to terminate them all. So I do with permithrin and love to watch them fall. From head to toe I spray the stuff. My shoe, socks, clothes, and hats, because it works on more than ticks, like skeeters, chiggers, and even gnats. So I ask you, if you're listening, to keep away from Lyme, get started with Permethrin, and now is the perfect time. Thank you.
2: Literally, as soon as we're done, I'm going to get three bottles for each one of us Yeah, We're going to stock up, <laughs> so, Yeah, it's it's going to go well. So.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. We really appreciate the information. Uh, a lot of good stuff on this one.
2: So.
0: It's been a joy sharing it with you guys. Thank you.
2: All right. Thanks, Brian.